the truck life isn't I thought it would be harder. Oh yeah? Yeah. Especially when we just got in and I drove this like oh man, like our first drive to the city. We were both so nervous. I mean I'm still nervous all the time. So Here our first go. podcast. Welcome ladies and gentlemen. Our conversation. Our conversation. <laughs> Recorded though. Yes. So, um, well, we had a good day. Powder. A lot of powder. I said it earlier to you today. This was my best ski day, I think, I, ever. You had to date. Yeah, I had to date. So, We had like sun was out that was powder and we did only powder runs, like no slopes whatsoever. So that was special. That was really nice. Yeah. So we've been yesterday to the same ski resort, but it was like super cloudy and snowing all the time. So we did some powder yesterday, but like with zero view. So you didn't know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So today today was brilliant. All the possibilities opened. Yeah, so um, I guess in our first podcast we're going to talk about reality versus expectations, but I thought maybe it's nice to give a little bit of background because maybe some people open this file and they have no idea who we are. So The stage is yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just keep it really short. I would say... Um, I'm Jonathan, and, well, I'm a filmmaker, and I guess that also brought me into the whole van life thing with the idea to travel around and make videos. That was sort of my my ultimate, so I did that at the age of around 21. Um, So I had my first van. Didn't really work out as I thought it would be, so I had this van in and out, and then uh, it stranded in Portugal, where I had a really nice experience. And there I, I I did find that, wow, this is something that I want to do, but I haven't really figured it out yet. That is when I met you. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about your experience? Yeah, so I'm Nicole. And maybe that's a little bit confusing if you're following us or seeing us on social media. Yes, we are Nico and Yona. And Nico is short for Nicole, and Jonah is short for Jonathan. You know, kind kind of confusing for a lot of people. So Nico is the girl here, and Jonah is the the boy. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, so yeah, this where we're sitting in now is our third conversion, and Jonathan had his van, which stranded in Portugal, as he just said. And I built a van before, but I built more. Because um, because of the idea behind the lifestyle with hobbies. So I've already did a season in a van, only snowboarding. I traveled a lot with highlining and slacklining, climbing. And, and van life kind of comes across in all those sports a lot. And I picked up skydiving where I lived in a small caravan actually for two seasons. And also there a lot of people pick up vans because you go from event to event and so van life kind of the idea of van life 
implanted for me more after I picked up those hobbies and really focused a lot on those hobbies and, and spent time there. And then I wanted to do van life and then I met Jonathan actually. So our first date was in Portugal in his van. Yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really nice actually. But okay, so so that was the idea. And then I quit my job. I built the first van basically one month after I met you. And then one year later, we traveled a little bit in my van. And now we are here in our conversion. Yep. So that's how we ended up here. That's the background story, I guess. Yeah, in a nutshell. Um. So yeah, speaking of expectations versus reality i think this is a good one to start off with because i think it's a it's kind of a big one because we all start with an expectation when we go into van life at least i did and when doing it uh it can be completely different maybe something actually did work out but maybe it's uh, nice to talk about your expectation from either van life in general or the uh, this van. No, I find the question in general, what expectations I had, like, pretty difficult because mm, I had some experience to some extent. I think for me, maybe one reality check was because before I had the previous van, I traveled also a lot by hitchhiking. And in the van experience before, I shared the van for one season with a girl that was like very conscious about spending money. So we barely spent any. But I may be a bit more of a princess sometimes. <laughs> um, so when we started traveling in in the previous van of mine, I kind of didn't find life as cheap as maybe the expectation, to be really honest. Was that really a thing for you, to get it cheap, to have like a cheap life? <laughs> it, is, it isn't a big thing because eventually I really noticed, okay, I don't want to have necessarily a cheap life. I want to have it sustainable to also have income because once you have income every month, you're not so stressed about spending a lot of money because that doesn't kind of tick off the months you are still are able to travel from your savings. So that's not a point. But still, I was quite surprised. The thing is, like, what we noticed a lot with uh, being in Sindinia in our first trip was, like, when we were there, life could be really, really cheap. But traveling there, taking the ferry, doing a lot of kilometers, it's not very helpful. Do you think in general this life is cheaper than like a normal life? Yeah, in general, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, 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 if that should be a re Like if that's your reason to go into van life, you, you have a totally different experience. Because if, if money is a thing, you... I think in my experience, you would have built this van completely different in the first place. Like you would be way more economical and also you would go about it differently. So I don't know if, if, if money is really a thing for a lot of people. I would say some people, of course, I mean, you can spend a crazy lot of money 
I mean, it's cheaper anyways already because you're not spending rent like rent. Like that's a huge difference, right? Like you, you're kind of right. So now, like mostly, we're we're staying uh, at places where it's free, and then we pay now and then like a uh, a camping. Yeah, but anyway, so for me, it this was like definitely one of the expectations. I really thought it was so much cheaper, but actually, there's quite a bit of money going into this. Yeah, and I think a lot of hidden costs. I think if you look at like the daily um, life, uh, probably pretty cheap. You can, can be super that. cheap anyways, even yeah. cheaper than we are doing it. 100%. But then I think there are a lot of hidden costs that you might not know if you go to a certain country, like some taxes or whatever can be expensive. And then something break with the van, which you didn't calculate. And then all of a sudden it can... Be a bit cheaper. It would be interesting, like over time, because now we're living in it for six, seven months. Mm, yeah, seven. It would be interesting over time to really look back at, at like maybe two years and see, you know, how much we spend. Yeah, I think that was one expectation of mine. What, what kind of expectations did you have when getting into van life? Well, in van life in general, I was completely deluded. Uh, deluded I mean delusional <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, because of I remember clearly like watching videos about van life and seeing it romant- romanticized in such a way that I thought wow this is this mm. is it this is gonna solve all my problems like it was of a, from a photographer and he spoke about well you know like he got so much inspiration out of traveling them and you know, I was back then I was a bit stuck with my own career and I thought, well, that's it. You know, if I can wake up every day at a different location, a different spot, then, you know, that's that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, so that was my expectation that I, I like looking back at it, back at it I, I didn't put too much um, research or something in it. I guess that's also something from my character. Like, I if I if I get stoked about something, I just jump on it immediately. Um. So yeah, that was my expectation. So what was re- the reality in the end? Well, that reality was horrible because I thought that you know if I just focus on building the van and I have this van and I travel around, like everything will fall into place. You know, I will I will stumble across like crazy opportunities to do my filmmaking and that would pay for the entire trip and I would go from there and there but the reality was that I just run out of money and I uh, didn't find any job you know I was just like I was like what was I thinking and then and it turned out to be like a really you know that first trips of mine were like really emotional like um what's the word like self-development i would say um Mm. so that that went completely not the way i i was expecting so yeah i guess with this one whatsoever is um because of that experience i made i had a couple of different ideas around this one Cool. Did you have different expectations with this conversion as well? Yeah, I would say like 
more realistic. So in the end, I, I might not have done a really great job at it. I think you are really good at this. So like kind of plan ahead and you already looked for. So with the career thing, you already looked for a certain job that you could take along mm. with this journey. And I still had this idea. Well, I figure it out. I get some editing jobs, which again, didn't happen. Uh, luckily, I was a bit um, better prepared in the sense that I have had my buffer to at least figure it out. Um, so I guess with this one, I, I did have um, better expectations. But still, I would say it turned out again different. What about you? Do you have like expectations around this one? I really feel like this time I tried to not have too much expectations. Also because like in the building process, like we try to think about everything. Like we try to think about it that we will be using it in all seasons. So of different heat sources, of the isolation, of being able to, to monitor all our things. That didn't work out perfectly, by the way. But it's, uh, okay, still in progress. What <laughs> <laughs> never gonna happen? Let's see about that one. But okay, um, so I feel like in the preparation, because of the previous experiences of different style of traveling, I knew what I was missing and I uh, knew what I wanted in a way. And when we tried to implement all the dreams and all the positive, like all the I ideas that seem crazy when you put them on paper into this build. In the end, when it was finished, I thought, okay, maybe now I need to lower my expectations that everything will work perfectly. Because now I can still step into the house after a day of skiing and it was a little bit cold on the way back and then you're here and half an hour before we put on the heater and you're like, wow, it's warm. So nice. So I kind of tried like, because we were tr trying to think about all the possibilities before, I feel like the expectations kind of yeah, fell away in a way that you're like thinking, okay, It'll be okay, in a way. It's funny. It sounds like you're talking really practical, as in how we built the van and how we thought how mm. the van would support our lifestyle. But what about the lifestyle itself? What about what we do? What about where we go and yeah. how this lifestyle involves? Yeah, I need to admit that because I did a season before in Austria in a van, I had different expectations of how the, how the amount of skiing would go. Why? What was your expectation? And so my expectation was basically we are standing only in front of ski slopes and we would be at least four to five days skiing. And uh, we would manage work around those hours, I would say. But that's not happening now because now we decided that it's useful for your career to stay around Innsbruck, to get like to build a network and for you to get actually out of the house and kind of commute to work like a normal person. And now we are only <laughs> skiing and snowboarding on weekends like normal people. Um, and we are kind of having... Like, like normal people. Yeah, like 
people with normal jobs from nine to five, Monday to Friday. Um, okay, so what Nicole's referring to, so the idea was to get a ski cart for this entire area and go skiing day in, day out and manage our work around this time, travel in this um, region. But uh, that turned out different because of me, because like we were in the first month. (laughs) No, the second month, I would say the second month of travel, the first month snowboarding. And in the end, like I felt like it didn't make me happy. I was just drained in a way. And I thought like, wow, this for some reason, like only traveling and only doing fun stuff, which in this case was snowboarding, didn't give me enough to to be happy in this sort of lifestyle so that changed our plans yeah and i guess um again there you have like the expectation for its reality my expectation about this one is that i would be kind of happy with just traveling and doing fun stuff and i guess i i also said it in the beginning like well i i give myself permission to to maybe not think about career too much uh, and maybe not think about the future in that sense too much, but just have fun. But that whole having fun as a, as a, as a goal in itself didn't give me enough in the end. So that was kind well, of interesting. To be honest, I think it would have been completely different if I wouldn't have a job because I did those seasons where I only went for snowboarding because I saved the money, like... I knew I'm going to do it. So I went from the 1st December till the 31st of April, only snowboarding because I had the money because I knew I'm going to have a job from the 1st of April or the 1st of May. Yeah. So I think that's completely different. It's a completely different situation for you that you couldn't go into the fun part because I was actually working and I was actually having an income and I was actually developing some part of my career in a way. True. So, so you were working and I was just a bit bored. But I, I doubt like if you didn't have to work, like, yeah, maybe I would have more. Um, I think it would have been different if there would have been a job or something set out after the winter for you. So imagine you had X amount of money for the winter and then you knew from the 1st of May yeah. there's a job coming that is going to fix some financial pressure again. Yeah. I think then you would have. I don't think you would have mind to not be busy with career stuff. Yeah. So there's an interesting thing going on when when it starts to become a lifestyle. So it's not this in-between phase. It's not this, uh, you know, you're A, you know, you're B, and in between you're just going to have fun, like traveling and snowboarding, but you know you're going to end up there with this job or whatever, doing this, whatever. Like, it becomes different when it's your day in, two out, and there is no uh, fixed point on the horizon that, your reality is going to change. Because then what happens for me is that I think like, okay, this is what I'm doing with my life. Um, But if I don't have a, if I don't see a future in that, if I don't like, you know, then it becomes kind of hard. I would say that might be the the case. Yeah, I don't get it. (laughs) Really, I don't. Like no, that's I will maybe... always I will always be able to enjoy this this stuff. Like Oh yeah, if... you think like if you so imagine if you look back at your trip um with only snowboarding and you didn't have this point on the horizon. So maybe you don't even need an point of horizon because you, for some reason you can afford this lifestyle to go snowboarding every day. Would you do that? 
Yeah. For winter, not all year, like no 365 days a year, but like, yeah, I would mm. do it. And the thing is, like, the thing is that I probably would start some projects on the side. So it's not that um, I, I, I might not go like seven days nonstop because you need rest days anyways. And what I missed with a trip before with a friend of mine was like some stuff to do in the evenings. Sometimes you're not in the mood. Sometimes you have a shitty day to be able to do something else and also find different creative outlets. So probably I would have found a, a different project on the side for sure. But I mean, the same thing we are doing now. So we are doing a YouTube channel. We are trying this now. Like there's like, for me, there's not a big difference. Mm. The big difference that I feel is like, I wouldn't go alone somehow as much. Like I notice a lot that like happiness is most real when shared. Only real. I know. Like I wanted to adjust <laughs> that sentence in a way. So I still feel like, especially uh, snowboarding and also kitesurfing, feels so much nicer to share the space with someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, share the space, the free rides with you, share the space on the water with you. Or, like, it doesn't necessarily only has to be you, but someone else. And so if I would need to do a full season somewhere... But the premise would be that I'm only alone. Then I would probably think about double about it. Mm. Yeah, and that that might be uh, a big difference between you and me. It turns out. Yeah, but I mean, kind of, we kind of knew that difference because that's also like funny enough that you found very interesting about me because I kind of spent a lot of effort and time putting into stuff that doesn't bring money. <laughs> Yeah, like, true. Uh, like I spend a lot of time, like time and effort, putting into my hobbies, like into stuff that I really enjoy, that really, yeah. Somehow I always got out financially okay, but like, was never, was never a money or a career builder. I would say. Mm. And you never kind of did that. No. <laughs> True. Maybe it's nice for the people listening. Like, maybe describe a little bit how our days or weeks look like at the moment. Oh, right now? Yeah. So, I'm working as an online marketeer for... So... Blah, 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 blah. You're working as an online marketeer? Yeah, I'm working for as an online marketeer for a fully remote... Um, Search engine optimization uh, and search engine advertisement agency, basically. basically, And so I'm working four days a week with 24 hours a week. And I'm able to work pretty flexible hours, but like I need to be online in the mornings. That like is the premise. So I'm working Monday to Friday, if I spread it, or... Tuesday to Friday or Monday to Thursday, whatever. Inside of the van? Inside of, yeah, inside the van. Most of the time. Sometimes I leave, but like most of the time I'm in, inside here. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, when we were traveling a lot around, like from the Netherlands to Austria, yeah, for sure, inside mm-hmm. the van. Mm, yeah. And we're staying throughout the week um, in a city. Um, the city is called Innsbruck. And so we were there for like four days. Yeah, but like five days. The f- yeah, that's the story about we decided to stay around the city for Jonathan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, I'm describing how our day looked like. Oh. So we're staying in the city. Um, and for me, like a day looks like I, I leave the van in the morning. I go to the city. I'll be there at a at a at a nice place I found with um, a place where uh, filmmakers collaborate, and then we'll find something to do mostly in in the city, <laughs> like be it squash, like doing sports, uh, be it dancing for me, be it yoga for you, acro, um, and actually spending time with people in the city at the moment. Um, we still have the van like parked outside of the city at a free spot at the moment, which is really nice. And then the weekends, and right now we're on a longer weekend because you could take a day off, we go to the ski resorts. So that's kind of like how our van life uh, looks like right now. Yeah. So the question that pops in my head is like, if you knew this would be your lifestyle, which kind of sounds like you said, like normal people, like having a nine to five job, yeah, but living thing- in the city. Would you still opt for van life? Would you still opt for this? Hmm. First, I want to say a disclaimer. Like, I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy the rhythm. For me, it doesn't really matter whether I'm working on a Sunday or on a Wednesday. But it's just that I enjoy actually having that work on different aspects. Um. So normal people is just because that's the, I would say, the usual grid people have from Monday to Friday. But okay. Um, And then if I would still opt for van life, well, I don't know, to be really honest. Probably not. Probably well. Yeah, yes, I don't know. The thing is, when we started building this van in from the get-go, it was like, okay... This is not going to be a van that we're only going to take out for six weeks a year for vacations. Right? Mm-hmm. It was from the get-go that we said, okay, we want to build something that we can can put somewhere around the city to then still be able to live comfortably and do normal life without having the issue of rent of 1,500 euros a month. And be able to to decide that six months is okay or two months is okay or even a month is okay um, instead of being connected to to a contract. But it was so hard like because we didn't know those things in advance. I mean, those things kind of developed and, and yeah, changed. Who does? Like who knows exactly, especially in something that is so... Um... No, but I'm not saying that like you need to know those things. It's just that we kind of expected that this could happen. Yeah. So that's also one reason why we went so big and we went for like super living comfort yeah. instead of super van vacation style. Yeah. Because van vacation style, super stealthy, no windows, no like... 
yeah. not too much space with two people. I have a lot of respect. There's loads of van lifers that do that, but yeah. we knew we are not able to do it. No, because we wanted to have it as a as a live and also for like well more more at least than one year. So it was like a a long term plan that we had it. And it's kind of funny now that you say that. Like yeah, we we did mention it at the beginning um, because also like it was. I would say a dream of mine to to live um, abroad. So we knew that, okay, so, well, first thing we're going to travel, but like this thing, this van suit support also a lifestyle in which we'd be more around our families, which we'd be in a city for careers. We also thought about that. I guess it might hit sooner, at least than I thought it would. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So that's just something that's, well, we had to adjust. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, also because we talked about it, like, about slow and fast travel, that we really enjoyed also the slow aspect. Like, if we think about it, like, in Sardinia, we were a bit more flexible in terms of everything, basically. Mm-hmm. But we still chose a lot of times to stay in the same place. <laughs> yeah, we like it better. Yeah, and we we didn't feel like we are missing out massive tourist attractions because in the end we didn't come for those things. Yeah. So also and that's now, that's interesting what you mentioned. We didn't come for these things because I feel at least in I I guess we I can talk for the both of us that we made this experience that if you seek for like a new environment, a new place to go again, like travel to a new like the the thrill of a new place decreases like at a rapid pace and then just driving somewhere to go somewhere else is just not um fulfilling well it's not really our style of traveling anymore i would say like i mean i did that of course we both did that but that's what i mean like from our experience we learned that well spending at one place like we 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 started to appreciate these what you mentioned slow travel aspects like you get to know the bakery you get to know the space you get to maybe do some yoga or or meet some people stuff like this yeah for sure yeah also when i was traveling with a backpack the best memories i don't remember actually anything of the cities i always remember like the hitchhiking guys that picked me up like (laughs) because that were the best stories (laughs) and the the most fun but like after I usually always spend like two, three days in those cities. I don't remember. Like, just another church, just another yeah. castle, just another cafe. Yeah. I don't know. But the rides in between, like meeting new people and getting different stories, getting to know different stories was really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this was the main aspect of this build, right? Like being more flexible on all those aspects aspects so being able to decide very spontaneously that we want to stay in a city because also imagine imagine we would have done that with a small van oh man would have been hard i think yeah it would have been challenging but then we probably would have even thought about getting an apartment in innsbruck eventually but this is super hard like this is one of those places same as the bigger cities in in the netherlands to it's pretty hard to find something affordable short term short notice yeah 
so yeah, this build was made for versi- to be versatile. <laughs> I guess so. What I really like is supports traveling and it supports what we're doing now, which is like, I feel like because I asked you earlier and you said, well, I don't know, but for me, it's still a hundred percent. Yes. Like if I knew our life would be like this, I would still hundred percent go for this. Why? Because this is our house and Mm. I've never felt more at home uh, than in here. And to have this catering to whatever, our ups and downs in our lives, like whatever road it takes, that this that this is at least stable, you know, that we can sleep in at least the bed we like, that we are in the design we like, you know, we have all the basic facilities, and that either that we traveling, going crazy hard on sports, kitesurfing, snowboarding, or being a normal person in the city and doing our job. Yeah, the thing is, like, why I said I don't know is especially because now I was thinking. Before we did the the winter here, we were talking also a lot about Tarifa and uh, spending winter in more summery climates and in a place where there's van life, like pretty common, and where there's wind on t- to kites. Yeah, and where it's warm. Yeah, mild summer climate in the winter. But this the thing is, like now that I think about it. Now that I really enjoy Innsbruck and we also talked about the development of creating more of bases and more in between thing. I'm not sure whether we will travel like those 2000 kilometers fast just to be in Tarifa with this house. So that's maybe one reason I was wondering. So that because that was maybe maybe also the link to expectations. The expectation was like that we would be slowly traveling from one to place to another and then we stay sometime. So same way as we decided to leave to Austria, we spent one month traveling through Germany um, and taking our time to drive through Black Forest, to through different places. And I mean, that was only a thousand kilometers. <laughs> So now I'm wondering, like, with a year of 12 months, whether we would still do that with this house, as we are pretty heavy, pretty slow, pretty expensive, actually, also, to do to do those trips, especially if you're doing them fast. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, any reality versus expectations, like having a big truck for the first time? Anything that you thought would be <laughs> different and the reality turns out, like... Funny enough, not really. I think this place where we are now is the first place where with a smaller van we could have parked one screen resort eight minutes further instead of here. Yeah, but still with this one we could we just don't drive that. No, we couldn't. Just because couldn't. we couldn't cross the uh, bridge. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but we spotted the other van like being at this thing. Yeah. Like, but I see your point, like yeah okay even with a small van i wouldn't have come to that spot i don't know like it's tiny also where they're standing yeah but okay um nonetheless i mean i spotted two spots this is one of those that i researched before yeah, and then it's eight, eight minutes longer yeah eight but minutes. we're still in this which is still like yeah, literally is, under the yeah this is the point i'm making is li- yeah. literally like 
in nearly two months being in Austria, being snowboarding in Tyrol. This is the first place where we couldn't park on the spot that I researched. Yeah, because there was a small bridge. Because the bridge was too low and we were too heavy. Yeah. And the worst case... It was 3.08. Yeah, so that's we, true. we would have fit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't check the width. Maybe we wouldn't have checked. Maybe. But, But I guess anyways. your point is like like size-wise, we, we were able to... No issues. I would say like 80% of the time. Do you have one example where it didn't work because we're too big? No, not that it doesn't work, but we have to alter. So when we go to the to the doing groceries, we don't park at the normal parking spot where we didn't with our normal van. Depending on the So now we're yeah. like yeah. either at the shop across the road <laughs> where there is a lost parking space. Yeah, so we choose that. So I would say like no, we, we didn't really we didn't Yeah, it's also hard to say because we're so used to it now having the size or we don't even think about going like a crazy row in the mountains. But if we have a four by four, you know, maybe a whole new world opens up. Yeah, maybe. But as for now. But the funny thing is like in the beginning we had like actually we paid 80 bucks for it. Did you check that they didn't take again 80 bucks for the next year of subscription from the stupid truck app? The thing oh, yeah, is, it was a one time purchase. Okay, because we purchased this really shitty navigation system for yeah. trucks only where you could put in your height, your weight and like your width so yeah. it can check the way and now we actually navigate on Google Maps the whole time yeah. and just check whether the signs say we are able to go there or not. Yeah, because Google Maps sometimes leads us to like really gnarly situations so that sucks with the Google Maps but yeah. the other one you're talking about is Scenic Something is called like this. It really sucks. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So in the end, we are still going by Google Maps. Yeah. And so far. And it's funny because even now, I don't know if we should say this or promote this, but a lot of the times we do just cross where there is like a limit for a truck. When, when there's a limit for a truck, we say, well, we're camper. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> and also a lot of times there's a limit and then it says under it. But for people that live there or need exactly. to be delivered to that street. Exactly. So it's not like we didn't take those this really gnarly small wooden bridge with our 12 tons no. when it says three and a half. It's Guys, funny. just to be sure. 100%. <laughs> uh, I would say the difference Nicole and I make is that if it's suitable, I mean, if the road supports a heavy truck. But if there is a, yeah. a, a sign that doesn't allow for some traffic reasons, mostly. And then it says... Yeah, you know, if you live here, it's all good. So if we know it's all good with the truck, then yeah. we just entry anyway. So that's yeah. a bail bar. We do that sometimes. And what what else about like, what about costs of uh, of this lifestyle in in have or I mean like in having a van, the expectations and everything. Like we are pretty strict on the budgeting. Like we share everything and we have like a budget for everything because yeah. I enjoy it, but. Do you think we would have have a different budgeting for a smaller van? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we went crazy with the uh, 400 euros, each of us, on, on this. And you yeah. see, that that's nice because we budgeted 
uh, we also made like automatic payments in these different budgets. And one budget I recall was the the budget of of the uh, life in the truck, sort of like having a truck. Yeah, so that kind of covers uh, our heating. Like diesel for heating and yeah. also the wood that covers... Basically all supplies to keep the, camping. Uh, the, the van running, the taxes and the diesel. And I guess the diesel, I mean, everybody gets scared when they hear like a big truck and we drive uh, 20 liters per 100 kilometers. Yeah. Um, so that that's a bit scary. So we both opted for putting their 400 euros in per person as 800 euros per month. But we're now at 2,000 euros... Right? Am I saying no, this right? No, I don't think so. Or at least how much? A thousand or something. Like. Oh, okay. So it's not too crazy. It's not too crazy. But the thing is, because but, we're but, not. But again, like it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's positive. Like it's... all our budgets are positive. Like, so we, we have more. Uh, so yeah, I always say there you have a reality for expectations. Like maybe. It's cheaper. Than we than thought it we would be. Expected. Yeah. But also we budgeted like crazy too much because I'm scared always of running out of money. I hate that feeling. Yeah, I hate it too. It's kind of vague. <laughs> it happens for... to you more often than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of vague when people listen to this and they hear us talking about budget and a lot and less, but they have no idea what, you know, what it costs. Yeah, I mean, we can share that if people are keen. Yeah, I would say like in general... A thousand bucks per person goes yeah. into the the lifestyle. Yeah. And as you heard us talking, like as of now we run positive on, on all these budgets. So we're we're living less than a thousand bucks per, per person. person. Yeah. That includes like the travel that we do, so coming here and such. Yeah. And doing the campings now and then. Yeah. For like ten bucks. We don't want to spend more on campings. That's and we go true. to campings only on electricity. That's the next point. Oh, what about yeah. that? What about being off-grid? Like, we built this thing for being off-grid. That was our expectations. How's that going? Yeah, for winter, a bit shitty. But, like, was it really our expectation of... Never needing to... Yeah, maybe it was our expectation. <laughs> it was mine. I, I yeah, but then... And the bug boosts didn't work as well as we thought. And then that expectations kind of went off, right? Yeah, but the okay. bug boost is the um, is the alternator that goes when the... So when the motor drives, then it would charge our batteries. But that doesn't work now. Yeah. So, so yeah, we only we, have 2,000 watts of solar. Uh, and that uh, the idea was that that would be enough to, to keep us uh, going on electricity. Which it doesn't. Now, in the summer, it went really well. Man, we would just leave the inverter on. Remember, we were just doing. And also, we were doing only dishwasher. Oh, only no dishwasher, dishwasher, wash anymore. machine whenever we wanted. Oh yeah, the wash machine seems to be actually in no issue at all. Ah, uh, true, but still, like, I still, mean, we're like, even. We're even picky on the inverter now. All the time, piggy on the inverter. I'm super piggy on the inverter. Yeah, I mean, so so you know our situation right now because our, I'd say like we we last 
uh, average a week, but that's really hard to say because yeah, that's seven how, to ten days for sure, depending, yeah, on, the depending on the sun, solar obviously. income. So yeah, then like kind of like our schedule now is like um, we travel or we're off the grid for a week and then we charge up for a day. We're off the grid for a week. I would say this is a rule of thumbs at the moment. Now yeah. we're running a little bit better, but yeah, just a rule of thumbs. Yeah. I mean, my wish was that we, you know, would be able to spend one month, I would always say even two months, you know, with the water. So I would say out of all of our resources, the water's going really well. Yeah. It's like really that would that would the actually water... get the two months. Yeah. The gas, brilliant. Yeah. Diesel heater. Brilliant. Phenomenal. Actually, also, our consumption, because we're not driving too much. Yeah. It's pretty good. But, okay, different question. Do we need to think about maybe investing into the bug boost? <laughs> for next season, like for next year? We talked about this, but that's that's funny because like this this alternator gives so little return. Yeah, but I mean, yes, if we if we drive day in day out, then yeah, it would help. No, but, but we are not driving day in day out. But now with the routine we have with Innsbruck that we didn't calculate into that whole thought of the back boost. True, it will help. Could bit. could how could make a difference now? It, yeah, I don't know if it doesn't make a difference. I mean, you can calculate it. Just I'll by, calculate it. Yeah. Oh yeah, in general the apartment and living in in the truck. Yeah, I do feel a difference. I feel that uh the stuff is more in my face constantly. Hmm. Um I just have to it's also different because this is our space now and and you are kind of going different about it so i have to change it as well like i mean i didn't have to uh clean our other houses a lot because they weren't ours and we would make sure that you know our space was comfortable but you didn't we didn't care too much about all the other stuff because it, it was temporarily anyway and this now is our stuff and you like to have it clean so so in that regard yes i, I feel a difference if you ask me like you know which is you know about being comfortable whatsoever like not at all this doesn't feel like you know we're on the couch at the fire we just had pizza you know we come back from a day from the slopes i can have a shower after this we have a bed which feels like i've never had such a nice bed <laughs> so i've never had such a big oh, i don't know a big kitchen but like it all these things you know it just no, that doesn't feel different for me. Mm. What about you? What is the biggest difference? Yeah, going about resources, I would say. I mean, mm. for me, it's still a thing, like showering for 10 minutes. I was like, okay. Yeah, minutes. showering for two minutes is a thing for you. <laughs> you think like for some reason our 800 liter tank would run out of you know my theory is i thought about this the other day i think my theory is because we have a pump and when you shower you hold a pump going i think this makes you nervous and you think oh, i have to quick shower now yeah that's my theory about why you or is it the water 
Maybe well, it's the pump that reminds you of the water. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The thing is, like, I remember the feeling of having first time the guests over. And because our house doesn't give a van life feeling, um, just opening the tap and then brushing the teeth and then letting the tap running for three minutes straight. But who does that? That was the first experience of having guests over. Oh, you're talking about guests, sorry. Yeah. So, oh yeah, our guests did that. <laughs> yeah, our guests did that because it didn't <laughs> didn't give them a, a camper feeling, like not a small little. Which I took as a compliment. Yeah, exactly. And you got really I nervous. Like, I thought, wow, ah. this this person really really thinks this is a house. <laughs> and it's really funny because twenty minutes before they entered that house, they asked, "Oh, do we need to bring water? Because do you guys have water?" <laughs> and after they opened the, time, but that's not the point. The point is like. I'm really conscious about using stuff because I also kind of feel, in a way, it's important yeah. to be very conscious about the resources that we use. Yeah. So it kind of is double. Yeah. So it feels different, but I would say, like, it shouldn't feel different in the van, like, because of the amount of water that we have, you don't have to be conscious so this is something you do because you want to be conscious about it you know what i mean it's always ha uh, handy to be conscious about like shit you use exactly but it's not like a van that has 20 liters of water yeah fair enough yeah yeah i mean yeah i get that one <laughs> i mean i would say with electricity yes we have to be conscious like in that, winter. That is... Only in winter. In winter. I mean, that one I feel... Not that it bothers me that much. I mean, we still... Uh, I mean, even now we have the lights on. We we can do what we want. But uh, that's different than a house. Yeah. But like the difference in a house that you would say, wow, that is like paramount or that is like fundamental. That would be for some people a reason not to do van life. I would say in our van, we don't have any... Of that. Yeah, but... It's the small things. For me, I think a huge thing is... Like... A huge difference is that we are standing in places that is not always illegal. illegal so then uh, you can always kind of get fucked over and need to leave the same evening. Um, so it's a little bit less comfortable if you're uncomfortable about that kind of fact that you're changing places a lot, like it is a bit less fixed, right? We think about a lot of different things. Like I check the places before I like, I do a lot of research before we are going to a resort. Yeah, It's not like you decide on the evening before, Oh, let's go skiing. And then you just jump into your car and next day you drive and then you drive in the evening back and you come back with wet stuff and then you're home, you take a shower, whatever. No. no here you're, like, you're thinking about, okay. You plan it out. Yeah, you plan a little bit more. Like you plan ahead a lot more. Yeah. Also because we have a big vehicle. Yeah. And that's the same with fixing stuff. Like when we True. need to fill up water, we need... A lot of time if we're fixing the diesel tank for the heater we need a lot of time if we're doing the gas 
which is a pain in the ass in Austria because no one here has LPG. We yeah. kind of plan in advance all those things. So yeah. there is more organization Definitely. Uh, to it, but I'm really good at it. So then... Yeah, I, I was about to difference. say, like, <laughs> it's fair that you say all these points. I don't even feel that. Sometimes for me, it does feel like we jump in a car and go to the resort, but that's because, because you... Because I plan all those things. Because you plan in advance. <laughs> And that's funny, like, but we knew this already. This is really your strength and my weakness. And this also really bothered me when I was having a van by my by my own. Like, I was constantly surprised by the fact that I would, you know, the water was empty or the gas was empty. And I would be the guy that jumps in the car and drives to a thing to do and then finds out, oh, shit, you know, I don't have any resources. Like, so for me, that was... And that's something that with you, as it comes so natural, but it's so handy to have that skill in when you're doing van life, I would say. Helps to some extent. It helps a lot, yeah. But then, I mean, that was my weakness, but now my biggest strength, I'm the flexible guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, I'm not so flexible. You are totally not, which... I would say is also really handy when it comes to van life because, yeah. I mean, you can plan it out, you know, you can be in the most ex exotic place whatsoever and then you get sent away. Yeah. Because you were not allowed to be there. To be so honest, you have the to sending change. away is not my issue. This was a bad this example, is the funny, wasn't it? It's the only example where yeah. I'm not bad at. No, which I am bad at. Okay, that was a bad example. But you get my point, like, you have to be flexible. I mean... Something doesn't work. The heater doesn't work. You know, yeah. we had that example. And I mean, flexibility, I would say, is paramount to have this lifestyle. Yeah. And being able to plan and be organized. So good luck for, <laughs> one, for one person. You have to be perfect <laughs> to do van life. No, yeah, but that's nice. Like, you know, it helps to be perfect to do van life. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Do we want to wrap up? Yeah, the let's wrap up. Expectations versus reality? Yeah. Yeah, did we miss anything about this whole expectations in other reality? I mean, I would say hmm, it goes completely different than I thought it would be. I had no idea one and a half months ago that we would be so much in the city and that I would enjoy it so much. Yeah. Um, wait, let me... It's not the fact that I'm in the city. It's not that I enjoy bus rides, trams, busyness, shops, or whatever the city has to offer. No, the city for me at the moment represents its people. Um which I'm getting to know, like getting connections. And with that connections and my career and my passion for filmmaking, this goes up and it opens up opportunities. And I would say this now represents a city. And that's what I really like to have at the moment. Together with you finding this uh, out, this new lifestyle, we're both completely new in this city, um, building something from ground zero. And still have the travel and fun aspects in the weekends where we are right now. We had a crazy free ride today. So so these three 
I don't even know if it was worth three, but these points, <laughs> I mean, I'm, so yeah, completely different than I thought, but I really enjoy this reality. Cool, my wrap up is when we planned this van, I made sure there was loads of different places and spaces to be able to do yoga in the morning. And guess who's not doing yoga in the morning anymore? <laughs> Me. Because I don't get my ass out of bed. And it's funny because in the previous van, my excuse always was like, ah, there is no space. <laughs> so without no the words... Is Jonathan is still in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. So there is a new excuse every time. And what I want to say is basically, yeah, like if you want to do van life or anything basically um that anything is not gonna fix stuff for you like mm. it's not gonna make you suddenly disciplined and get your ass out of bed in the morning it's mm. not gonna make you suddenly organized it's not gonna um jobs not just drop from the the skies suddenly like it really doesn't matter what you need to do in a way or now, it doesn't really matter what you want to do, whether it's van life or any other project. You kind of need to like, focus and get your shit together to make it work. And it's not just happening because you have a big truck or it's not happening because of this. Or mm. Did I put it in a nice yeah, way? Yeah, that's a good one. I, 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 I'm not sure if whether I put it in a nice way. No, but I know exactly what you mean. And I think that's a really good one. I think you, you're referring to like, um, in this case, like the van life or the different lifestyle, the travel is not going to fix. Like that's not in itself going to provide what you probably are looking for because you can do that where you are right now what with every resource what with ever so these things don't like the problems you have don't go away in this different lifestyle so it's yeah so i guess that's nicely put and it's funny that you mention it like this because the problems i have now in this van life were the exact same problems that i had like earlier in like a normal life so it doesn't have to do with with van life yeah wow that was deep was good good finishing touch that was good so this was our first podcast i have no idea how this came across we had a nice chat it was a nice one yeah talking in our bones because uh i left something at the office so we don't have our mics but i guess this is a good start yeah let us know um if this came across if you'd like to know something for which we maybe can discuss yeah, in the next Yeah, and also Mordito is perfectly fine. Yeah, and just uh, feel free to give us feedback on uh, if you want to be as more specific about things. Um, yeah, or if this was exactly what you wished for in our van life. Oh, we need a name. We don't have a name yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. See ya.